Thank you for tuning in to Union Wesley Church's podcast. We pray that this message blesses you. Eternal God, our Heavenly Father, Lord, we're most grateful that you have allowed us to rise to see another day, uh, to see another Resurrection Sunday. Oh God, we know that we are not physically in this in the same place. Lord, we're so grateful that we're still able to gather and to lift you up. And that God, your gospel is able to go forward and reach so many more people that are able to fit within this space. So Lord, we thank you for those that are watching today. Come and bless us by your word. I decrease in order that you might increase. Have your way in this your vessel. In Jesus' precious name, would you say amen. Amen. Real quickly, let me call your attention back to a portion of scripture that was read for your hearing the gospel according to St. John, John chapter 21. Reverend Bussey did a wonderful job reading the Old and the New Testament, John 21. I don't want to read all of that again, but I do want to look again at verse number 14. Verse number 14 of John chapter 21 says this, this now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples after that he was risen from the dead. I want to share with you a, a simple thought, a simple thought, uh, and the thought is, is this, he will show up. Can you repeat that to, with me? Amen. Will you say, he will show up. Uh, come on, if you got somebody watching with you, uh, look at them and tell them, he will show up. Listen, if, if you don't have anybody with you, just, just declare it loud enough to yourself. He will show up. Amen. Amen. That's our word today. He will. He will show up. Amen. Come on, let's, let's go to work on this. True story. True story. A preacher was visiting a man that was dying. His death was only a couple of days away. The preacher asked him there at the end of his life, what was he feeling? Was he fearful? The man said, fearful? No, he responded. I'm not fearful because of my faith in Jesus. The preacher, true story, preacher said, we all have hope that our future is in God's hands. The dying man said, I'm not hopeful because of what I believe about my future. The dying man corrected 
the preacher. He said, I'm hopeful because of what I've experienced in the past. The preacher asked him, can you say a little more? The dying man said, I look back over my life, all of my mistakes that I've made. All of the times I turned away from Jesus. All of the times I've gone on my own way. All of the times I strayed. And all of the times I got lost. The dying man said, and time and time again, the Lord found a way to get to me. Time and time again, the Lord showed up and he came and got me. He said, the Lord looked for me time and time again when I wasn't even looking for the Lord. The dying man said, I don't think the Lord will let something like me dying stop him from showing up in my life. He said he's always showed up throughout my entire life. And I don't believe he's going to stop showing up because I die. Uh, hear me somebody that's watching. Jesus shows up time and time again to the ones who have betrayed him, disappointed him. I ain't talking about the disciples now. Now I'm talking about you and I. He appears to us. He seeks us. He finds us. He grabs us. He embraces us. He holds on to us and he even commissions us to do his work. Resurrection or Easter Sunday is about the resurrected Christ showing up. No matter how bad things get, he will always show up somebody needs to say amen and I know that's right no matter how bad and how dismal things get hear me we serve a savior who always shows up amen amen in in John chapter 20 we didn't read from John chapter 20 we read from John chapter 21 but in John chapter 20 we discover people that go to the tomb not because they expected Jesus to show up but they go to the tomb because they thought that Jesus was still dead are you listening to me the disciples all 11 men somebody hear me no women, all 11 men had gone into hiding because they weren't expecting Jesus to show up. Listen, we talk about the women and their courage and hear me, they had a whole lot of courage to at least show up at the tomb. 
But hear me, let's be clear. The women show up to preserve a corpse from decaying. Hear me, they show up expecting not to see a resurrected Savior, but they show up to see a dead Savior. Nobody believed that Jesus would show up. John chapter 20 is all about Jesus showing up. Are you hearing me? today Jesus Jesus shows up uh, to Mary and Mary when she's at the tomb all by herself the Bible lets us know that that Jesus calls her name the Bible says that Mary turns around believing Jesus was the gardener but Jesus says uh, to her Jesus says Mary and she says Rabboni and then she recognizes that it's Jesus hear me John chapter 20 Jesus showed up to the disciples when they were in the room for fear of the Jews and the Bible says that the door was shut the Bible says that Jesus just showed up or he just appeared hear me he didn't go to the door and knock at the door hear me he just showed up uh, in the room in the presence where the disciples were hear me that ought to make somebody feel good today that that we serve a God that sometimes just shows up hear me you don't have to ask him to show up but he loves you so much that he will just show up you don't even have to pray sometimes and the God that I serve he just shows up you don't have to wonder if he'll show up or if he won't show up the God that I serve will show up without your permission just like he stepped in the room and just appeared where the disciples were I hear you saying amen he showed up when Thomas called Didymus is is present and that's when Thomas uh, is able to put his hand into the nail print hands of Jesus and that is when Thomas is able to thrust his hand into the side of Jesus and then in John chapter 21 verse 1 the text says that Jesus shows up again to the disciples at the sea of Tiberias or the sea of Galilee hear me in John chapter 20 verse 26 it says eight days had passed when Jesus showed up to Thomas so what that does is that lets us know that it is even later than eight days in John chapter 1 chapter 21 when Jesus shows up to his disciples at the sea of Tiberias as a matter of fact John's chapter 21 the disciples are waiting on Jesus to show up again uh, can I give you a nugget right here Union Wesley those that are streaming hear me he will show up where you are yes he will he he will show up where you are are. so hear me it's not about Jesus just showing up at the church but he will show up 
where you are. Hear me somebody. Peter has left Jerusalem after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Peter has left Jerusalem and he is on his way back or he is back in Galilee in John chapter 21. Galilee is at least three days journey from Jerusalem. Hear me somebody, while Peter is waiting on Jesus, he went back to doing the only thing he knew how to do before he met the Lord. Before Peter met the Lord, he was a fisherman. He caught fish for a living. Hear me, Peter goes back to fishing to pass the time to shoot the breeze or to chew the fat. Peter says to the other disciples in verse 3, I quote him, I go fishing. Peter is saying, while I'm waiting on Jesus to show up in Galilee, I'm going fishing. He's saying, I ain't doing no discipleship right now. I'm not doing any evangelism right now. He says, I'm going fishing while I wait on Jesus to show up. And Peter decides he's going back to being a fisherman like what he was before Jesus. Because Peter is going fishing, verse 3 tells us that the other disciples say to Peter, we also going to go fishing too. Well, Peter, we're going to do exactly what you said you're going to do. Peter goes back to something that Jesus had called him from. That's the very thing that Peter goes back to. Are you listening to me? Waiting on something to happen that you want to happen or you need to happen can become frustrating, can become discouraging, and even can become depressing. Waiting on something, hear me somebody, to turn around can be frustrating waiting on something to change waiting on something to get better hear me waiting on the Lord to show up can drive you and I crazy if we let it somebody said you can't hurry God you will just have to wait anybody watching right about now had to wait on someone or wait on some things anybody had to wait on their spouse to get dressed before it was time to go anybody ever had to wait on a promotion anybody ever had to wait on something to change or something to turn around hear me the real question is have you ever had to wait on the Lord hear me that is dangerous time in our life when we have to wait on the Lord it's a volatile time in our lives when we have to wait on the Lord to show up, hear me somebody, it's a tricky time in our life when we have to wait on the Lord to show up. Hear me somebody, we have the proclivity and the tendency of wanting to go back 
to what we used to do before Jesus when we have to wait on the Lord to show up. Hear me, this isn't just true of the disciples. You and I, we struggle when we have to wait. We don't like to wait for anything. And we sure enough don't like waiting for the Lord. You and I are prone to try to manipulate a situation. Rather than keep on waiting for the Lord to show up. I wish I had some people that were watching that didn't mind being real right about now. You know that it was in your waiting season that you took matters into your own hands and you went back to some things that you used to do. While you were waiting on the Lord to show up, you went back to drinking, you went back to cussing and fussing, you went back to sleeping with him or sleeping with her, you went back to that addiction, you went back to some old stuff that you had no business being in because you were waiting on the Lord to show up we fall back into old ruts and old habits and old mess when we're waiting on the Lord to show up hear me somebody be careful in your waiting season because you and I need to know that that we don't ever want to go back to what we used to do before we met Jesus Jesus ain't shown up yet in Galilee he's shown up in some other places but but it's been over a week since they have seen Jesus again it's a dangerous time when you're waiting on the Lord to show up again it's a tricky time when we're waiting on the Lord to show up we just believe that things ought to hurry up and happen we want things to happen sooner instead of later. We can't stand having to be patient. We want things to happen right now. And when we take matters in our own hands, we become like Sarah who told Abraham to sleep with Hagar so that she might have a baby. When we decide to rush God and put matters in our own hands, we become like Esau who sold his birthright to his brother because he didn't want to wait. Listen, we do some ridiculous things when we have to wait. We do some dumb stuff when we have to wait on the Lord. But can I encourage somebody right here? The Bible declares, wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he will strengthen thine heart wait i say on the lord the bible declares they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as an eagle they shall run and not get weary they shall walk and not faint wait on the lord don't don't take matters into your own hands but let's wait on him hear me somebody because they didn't want to wait on the Lord, they went back to doing what they used to do. But hear me somebody, but what they used to do doesn't work now. Oh, I hear you saying amen. That's what they used to do. Now it doesn't work. They experienced failure at what worked before 
Jesus, but it ain't working now after Jesus. The text says they fished all night and caught nothing. The best thing that ever could have happened to them and for us is when we go back to doing what we used to do before Jesus, the best thing that could ever happen is it fails. The best thing that could ever happen is it don't work. The best thing that could ever happen is it's not successful. The best thing that could ever happen is we don't accomplish or achieve anything. The best thing that could ever happen is that God lets us fail. The best thing that could ever happen is that the Lord lets us fail. They fished all night and didn't catch nothing. Hear me, if, if they were successful this night, hear me, the Lord would not have any disciples to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. If they were successful this night, the Holy Spirit would never have descended in the upper room on those that were 120 that were gathered like cloven tongues of fire. If they had been successful that night, you and I would never be saved. You and I would never have our names written in the Lamb's book of life if they had been successful that night fishing. Hear me, I believe that the Lord allowed the disciples to fail at fishing. The Lord must have talked to the fish like Dr. Doolittle talked to animals and said to them, y'all stay away from this net and stay away from this boat. The Lord must have told them, get away from them because I got a purpose for these men. These men I've called to do something great for the kingdom of almighty God. God says they gotta fail in order for me to use them for my glory. They have got to fail. Now listen, can I come right into your living room, right into your family room, right into your kitchen, right into your bedroom, wherever you're streaming, hear me somebody, your sin didn't work. Hear me, what you wanted to work didn't work. And hear me, it ain't got nothing to do with the devil or the adversary. I want you to understand it didn't work because God didn't allow it to work. God says, I got a plan and a purpose for your life. And if some of your shenigity works, then I can't use you for my glory. Somebody ought to thank the Lord right about now that what you tried that it didn't work that God blocked it he stopped it it stayed from him or from her Lord I thank you that it didn't work God didn't allow it to work so 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 hear me somebody God doesn't just schedule your success but God even schedules your failures. God schedules our plans going wrong. God schedules breakdowns and breakups. I 
dare you to give the Lord a praise right about now for the stuff that broke up and the people that things broke down because God allowed it to not happen amen I know that sound like a strange praise but listen there's some relationships that didn't work there's some jobs that didn't work some friendships that didn't work there's some things you tried to fit into but God said uh, that you are not like the crowd so he would not let you fit you and I ought to thank the Lord that some things he didn't allow it to work. Amen. Listen, while I'm preaching, I see stuff flashing across my mind uh, that I wanted it to work, but I thank the Lord now that it didn't work. Amen. Amen. Hear me, somebody. Uh, he will give you what you need when you need it. The text says in verse 3 and 4, they fished all night, but they caught nothing. But when morning came, Jesus stood on the shore, but they did not recognize him. And hear me, somebody, Jesus said, did you catch anything? <laughs> now understand, uh, Jesus is asking the question, but he really ain't asking the question. It's a rhetorical question, so he does not expect them to give him an answer because Jesus already knows the answer to the question that he's asked. Jesus already knows that they ain't caught one fish. Jesus knew it, but he asked the question, uh, did, did you catch anything? Jesus says in verse 6, catch your net on the right side of the ship. The Bible says that they took in so many fish that they could not draw it all in. The Bible says, I'm not making it up, the Bible says that they took in 153 fish they caught. Hear me, without Jesus, they didn't catch no fish. But with Jesus, they catch 153 fish. I wonder if there's a lesson in that for us. Maybe we need to stop doing stuff without Jesus and start learning how to do stuff with Jesus. Because if I do it with Jesus, he will make sure that I succeed. But if I do it without him, then I'm on my own. Hear me, somebody. They catch fish. Without Jesus, they catch 153 fish, the Bible says. And hear me, the Bible says that they get off the ship and they come to Jesus and he's already cooking fish on coals that are ready for them to eat. Somebody need to catch this. These are not the fish that they caught in the net of 153 fish. Oh no, Jesus doesn't take their fish when they get there. Jesus already has fish for them to eat their breakfast. Listen, I wonder, I wonder is there anybody here that likes having fish for breakfast? I wonder is there anybody here, I know you might like uh, chicken and waffles but I wonder is there anybody here that likes fish and grits uh, for breakfast I wonder is there anybody here that likes croquettes in the morning hear me Jesus prepares fish for breakfast hear me somebody they show up and Jesus gives them fish that he has and that he has prepared and not the fish that they caught. Hear me somebody, are you listening to me? I'm almost done, hear me. There are some things that I get that I worked hard 
to get anybody with me today there, there's some things that you have in your life let's tell the truth nobody gave you anything but you had to work hard for the job that you got you had to work hard for the degree that you got you had to work hard for it. the promotion that you received you had to work hard for it is there anybody here anybody watching that wants to thank God for the hard work and what it is that you receive but hear me I said that Jesus had fish that were not the fish that they had caught Jesus said to them come and dine with me that lets me know that there's some things I work hard for but there's some other stuff that God just gave me and I didn't have to work hard for it I wonder is there anybody watching who can testify there's some things you got in your life that you did not work hard for you didn't punch a clock for it you didn't put in 50 or 60 hours for it there's some things you didn't earn it but thanks be to God I got it because the Lord gave it to me you ought to thank the Lord for what you didn't work for but the Lord gave it to you anyhow I will bless the Lord at all times his praise shall continually be in my mouth my soul will make his boast in the Lord the humble shall hear thereof and be glad oh taste and see that the Lord is good hey I Give him a praise, not for what you work for, but what he gave you in spite of yourself. Somebody ought to say amen. Amen. I know that's right. I know that's right. Listen, listen, give him praise for what he gave you and that you didn't have to work for. Uh, Union Wesley, I'm, I'm, I'm done, but can I can I give you just one more one more is resurrection Sunday give me give me three one more nugget hear me hear me this day and the Lord he gives them the purpose of resurrection yeah he he gives them the purpose of resurrection when we look at what happens to Peter and the disciples through the resurrection the text lets us know that the resurrection wasn't just for Jesus, but the resurrection was for the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, it confirms that resurrection wasn't just about getting Jesus out, but it confirms for me that resurrection is about getting us out resurrection is not just about getting Jesus up but resurrection is about getting you up and getting me up the resurrection is not just for Jesus but the resurrection is for every believer in the Lord Jesus Christ too Jesus resurrected Peter Nathan Thomas 
James and John, the sons of Zebedee, and two other of his disciples. He expects you and me, because of our relationship with Jesus, to bring resurrection to other people and wherever we go. Jesus gives us power to say, in the name of Jesus, get up or rise. Jesus gives us power to say resurrection to our neighbors. Somebody ought to be feeling better right about now because Jesus says, get up. You ought to declare in your house in the name of Jesus, rise. Get up out of your depression in the name of Jesus. Get up out of your discouragement in the name of Jesus. Get up out of your depression. Get up out of your stupor. Get up out of your rut. I declare that COVID-19 will not make me lose my mind in the name of Jesus. Get up sick. Get up unemployed. Get up. I'm praising because he raised me. I'm shouting because he got me up. I dance because the Lord said, Brian, get up. Get up. Get up. Somebody get up in the name of Jesus. Get up. Get up. Get up. Thank you, Lord, for getting up power. Friday was good Friday, but Sunday is my getting up. It's my getting up Sunday. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm getting up. Hey, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. declare amen amen you can get up in the name of Jesus you don't have to stay in the stupor that you're in oh listen that's the word of the resurrection rise you can get up nothing dead lives or dies when the resurrection is declared so anything that's dead in your life anybody that's dead in your life in the name of Jesus declare resurrection amen every head bowed every eye closed thank you Lord for the power of your word today oh God you know where we are God, you know how we're feeling right about now. Sometimes, God, we say we're fine. Sometimes we say we're blessed and highly favored. Oh, God, but you know the truth. In the precious name of Jesus, God, I pray that after this word has gone forth, he will show up. God, I pray that wherever somebody is watching today, God, they sense your presence. They sense your power right now in the name of Jesus. God, they sense you showing up at their address. 
and God they sense that you're showing up in their situation in the name of Jesus oh Lord I thank you Lord for your power to resurrect anything that's dead wherever it is God all they have to be is believers in the Lord Jesus Christ and have faith God that you can raise them up thank you in the name of Jesus for healing thank you in the name of Jesus God for making a way out of no way thank you in the name of Jesus God for lifting someone's countenance oh God they were depressed they were discouraged but in the name of Jesus Lord they feel your quickening power right now coming to their address coming right where they are so Lord in the name of Jesus Lord we thank you right now for being the lifter of our heads we thank you oh God for being our bridge over troubled water God we thank you that you water when we're thirsty Lord we thank you that you are our all and all thank you Lord God if there's somebody here that wants to be resurrected in the name of Jesus oh God I pray now that if somebody wants to be saved Lord that that you would whisper to their hearts right now and right now God they will open up their heart and let Jesus come in oh Lord we thank you for that man that woman that boy or that girl who has opened their heart right now in Jesus name and God you said that behold I stand at the door and knock and if anybody hears my voice and opens the door you said that you'll come in and you'll sup with them God I thank you that you are stepping into their heart just like you step behind that locked door for your disciples God you're stepping into somebody's house you're stepping into somebody's situation and God you're saving somebody today thank you Lord and then father if there's somebody here that wants to rededicate they want to recommit their life to you God they have not been walking in sync and in step with you God the challenges and the affairs of life have been a distraction for them and and God they feel distant from you oh God help them to understand God it is not because you have left them but God it is because they have distanced themselves from you in the name of Jesus God I sense you're drawing somebody today right back to you God I, I sense that you are reeling them in they want to get closer to you they want a closer walk a closer relationship and Lord we thank you for those that are making decisions of rededication and then father if there are those that are listening that those that are watching oh God they desire to join this family of faith called Union Wesley Oh God, help them to understand that, that this virtual church is a new thing for us. Oh God, but our challenge is to take the gospel to the uttermost parts of the earth. So God, we're spreading your word. Now God, I pray that you will help us to disciple those that desire to be connected with this ministry. But God, either they don't live in the city or God, maybe they're working or maybe they got health issues and they're not able to come. Oh God, they're saved, they're committed, but God, they need a spiritual home and a church family. Somebody that's going to love them and somebody that's going to teach them and pour your word into them. In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for every decision that's being made right now. In the name of Jesus, God, resurrection power is happening right now. Oh God, we want to thank you in the mighty name of Jesus for how you have moved 
moved on this resurrection Sunday for people to be saved and people to be rededicated and people to join this body of faith oh Lord we thank you we bless you in Jesus precious name why don't you throw your head back where you are and say amen come on put those hands together wherever you are and give the Lord a mighty come on I mean a mighty hand clap of praise for what the Lord has done this day come on and clap those hands come on clap your hands you want people to think you've lost your mind but God has been so good that you're giving our God a major hand clap of praise thank you Lord thank you God for what you have done this day Lord we praise you we worship you for a mighty mighty resurrection worship service today oh for those of you who are streaming oh it, it just felt like you were right here in the sanctuary today and we thank God for your your prayers and we thank God for your presence and we thank God that God is resurrecting people and situations in your own life he will he will show up amen 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 listen it's it's giving time it's it's time for us to share it's time for us to give with our tithes and offering God has been so good to us uh, most of us still have a roof over our head still got a check coming somebody needs to say amen for the check amen and, and then if we don't have a check we ought to thank the Lord that he allowed us to have enough sense to put a little something aside for a rainy day listen you ought to thank the Lord that whatever you got God gave it to you and we ask now that you would in faithfulness honor God and his word by the giving of your tithes and your offering want to encourage you that you can give by going to your app or you can go uh, to our website amen uh, and you just click on the giving icon and then you put in the amount amen I want to thank you in advance for your giving for those of you who are streaming especially Union Wesley as you give we have a family of this congregation that has a major challenge facing a major issue whatever you give to ministry of kindness we're going to use today to help this family i'm asking that you would be generous towards the family union wesley we've had people help us in our time of need and some of us are blessed and privileged to be in a position that now we can be a blessing to somebody else Again, I ask you to be generous with your ministry of kindness. All of that today, we're going to bless this family. Not just one, not just a family we're going to bless. So I want to thank you for your tithes, your offering, but I want to thank you for your generosity when it comes to ministry of kindness. I thank you for uh, those that don't give with technology but you still you you mail your tithes and offering some of you come by the church and you give your offering when you come by I really appreciate your faithfulness 
I appreciate your sacrifice in these uh, challenging times. Um, but God is good. And he's showing up even in the coronavirus. Amen. God is making his presence and his power known. And I thank God for his protection and keeping us. Amen. Again, thank you for your tithes. Thank you for your offering. Um, Union Wesley, those that are streaming, please know uh, that we will be in Bible study on Wednesday, this Wednesday at 6.30. Last Wednesday, we, we were in Holy Week and preached a message. I want to uh, inform you that I won't be preaching on Wednesday at 6.30, but we will be teaching uh, on Wednesday. Somebody said that in all preaching, there ought to be some teaching. And in all teaching, there should be some preaching. <laughs> amen. Amen. Listen, I pray that, that you've been blessed by today's Resurrection Sunday service. Amen. Can you put your hands together and let's thank God for music ministry. Amen. We thank the Lord for... Um, them allowing God to use them that we might get a sense of the presence of God as we worship him uh, through song through scripture through prayer and through proclamation while you cap clapping why don't you bless the Lord uh, for our communication ministry amen uh, that make sure that the camera is where it needs to be that sound and streaming happens come on do better we thank God for all of them uh, they help us to bring Bible study and worship right to where you are and then we thank God for those those very few leaders uh, that are here to make sure that other things that need to happen in the life of our church uh, that they get done amen there's still work uh, that needs to happen and we thank God for leadership uh, that still gets the work done amen do me a favor just bow your head let me give you a parting prayer eternal God our heavenly father Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your word. Oh God, we have truly been in your presence. Oh God, this worship service has made us grateful. It's made us thankful. Oh God, we thank you that the Bible declares that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lord, we're grateful that you didn't stay dead. But God, we thank you that you got Jesus up early on Sunday morning. Help us to know, God, that you will show up no matter where we are or no matter what we're in. We thank you, oh God. We pray now that you would go with us, guard us, and protect us throughout this week. Keep us safe. Keep us healthy, God. God, we ask that you will keep us sane in the midst of, God, what seems like an insane crisis. But Lord, we thank you that you're doing in our lives what nobody else is able to do. We will forever give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' precious name, let every soul say amen. Come on, one more time, say amen. No, one more time, say amen.